Hallelujah. Greetings to all the brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. This morning, the topic for our sermon is fire from heaven or heavenly fire. Human being, the history has never been associated with fire. Uh, sin actually cannot separate human oh. culture and fire are very related uh, just our ancestor discovered fire is very useful because fire can keep us warm fire can give you light and if you use fire to roast the meat, the, the meat they hunt, and you can eat it with better taste. So our ancestor discovered fire is very important. However, where do people get fire? Our ancestor usually discover using the hands or the branches to and then to get fire from, from the tinder and then from the bush. So fire usually comes from the ground. There's no fire will come from above. However, the Bible tells us there are two kinds of fire. The first kind of fire is the one you make from ground by yourself. Uh, and then you can use this fire to do your cooking, your lighting, whatever your own personal use. But in the matter of offering sacrifices to God, uh, then you cannot and must not use the fire from ground. You have to use the fire from above. Now recently we've been reading the book of Numbers. Let's turn to Numbers chapter 3. Uh, chapter 3, verse 3 to 4. Verse 4. Nada,亚比户,在西奈的旷野,像耶和华,现反火的时候,就死在耶和华面前了,他们也没有儿子。he has said in the wilderness that Aaron, he originally has four sons. But a while ago, there was something happened that he has lost two sons. And that two sons, the name was Natab and Abihu. And when they over the Lord profane fire and they were killed. So this incident seems very important for the author of the book of Numbers. It seems that they want to remind the people again this tragic incident. And let's turn to Leviticus, the original happening of this event. Uh, Leviticus chapter 10, verse 1 to verse 3. 
是耶和华没有吩咐他们的。Now, some background information about what happened. At that time, they were in the wilderness. God told Moses to build a tabernacle so that the people can worship God and bring sacrifices there. So everything they must do according to the instruction of God. Uh, but there were two persons didn't follow the instruction of God. And what was the problem? Well, these two children of Aaron, they were also priests. So they could offer sacrifices. Well, there's nothing wrong with the incense itself. Uh, also, there's nothing wrong with the, with, with the instrument they are holding the incense. Uh, but there was one part that hey they have they may have make problem and mistakes. 但是有一件事情他们做错了。Is the fire? 就是他们手上拿的火。It's not the incense. 并不是香。So it's not a person. 也不是他们自己本人。But the fire they use is not from the Lord. It's not holy. 就是他们要来献上的火并不是神的火，而是反火。They are supposed to use the holy fire. 他们要用从神来的圣火。So, but they didn't follow the instruction. So that's why fire from the Lord burned them and they destroyed them. So here there are two kinds of fire. Verse 1 is a uh, profane fire. The, the second fire, verse 2, is the fire from the Lord. Now, this, this incident recorded in Leviticus and Number, it must be very important. But when we read this, we have three questions in our mind. The first question is, why was God so stern, so serious about this? The second question we want to ask, what is God trying to tell the people at that time to uh, at that place. That's mean what must they learn? The third thing we want to discover. What does this heavenly fire represent to us today in the New Testament time? So today we're going to explore this incident and try to find answer from this pre-perspective. Now the first thing we must understand is that God told the people, when you offer sacrifices to me, you got to use holy fire. Uh, that fire cannot be generated from any other way. Just use a modern example for us to easier to comprehend the whole concept. Nowadays, every four years, there were Olympic Games. The last one just finished in Japan, in Tokyo. And we know before the game officially can open, the fire must be passed along from the origin of Olympic, from Athens, all the way to different countries, 
and to the hosting country. 那我们知道这个运动会要开始之前，其实奥林匹克有这个圣火要从希腊的雅典的奥林呃匹亚山那里开始，穿过每一个国家，然后最后到最终那个举办的国家。The origin is is one. 呃，它的源头就只有一个。So the fire have to be passed along. 所以这个火要一直传递下去。So in the middle of if if you extinguish, they cannot just all light the cigarette or light the lighter to to reburn it. 那如果这个火在中途灭了，不能随便就把它再点燃。They gotta have the same origin. They gotta have a have a standby. 我们一定要有一个备用的，或者是这个火是从同样的出处出来。Because even for the game or for that culture, they think that you know you cannot make any fire by yourself. 因为在对这个奥林匹克运动会来说，他们知道这个火很重要，不可以自己随便点。They represent some kind of meaning, some kind of idea. 因为这个火是代表他们这个呃运动会之后。However, in the Bible, since the Old Testament time, 那我们看到在旧约时候 ，the concept of holy fire in the Bible are everywhere are very clear. 圣经提到的圣火，其实在到处旧约的到处都可以看到，而且呃意义非常清楚。The the fire have to be from God. 这个火一定要从神而来。Now the first time it kind of appear is when Abraham. Offer sacrifices. Actually, God told Abraham about I'm going to make a very important covenant with you. So God told Abraham to prepare sacrifices. But Abraham didn't prepare his own fire for that offering. But Abraham didn't prepare his own fire Let's turn to Genesis chapter fifteen. We come to find out Genesis fifteen, verse seventeen. 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 Wow, he said it's a very unique event about offering. Here, he talks about a very unique event about offering. So Abraham prepared all the animals and lay bare on the on the ground on the on the altar. Even almost sunset, that it can become dark. And then even Abraham was falling asleep almost. However, at a very dark moment, oh, the fire, the torch from God, and burn and walk through the sacrifices and burn them all. 但是当天色非常暗的时候，由神而来的这个火把就从肉块中间经过。That is to tell Abraham, this is from me, this is from God. This covenant is true. It's not. It's not like casual. It's not something can be changed. This is the covenant with God. It's not like casual. It's not something can be changed. This covenant is true. It's not. It's not like casual. It's not something can be changed. God tell them that from then on the fire from the altar have to be keep burning and burning. 
Let's turn to Leviticus 6, verse 12. Leviticus 6, verse 12 to 13节,坛上的火要在其上常常烧着,不可熄灭,祭司要每日早晨在上面烧柴,并要把翻祭摆在坛上,在其上交平安祭生的之油。now you may ask, what are the job of the priest at that time? One of the daily job of the priest is keep burning, keep the firewood going, and then keep the altar burning up. You cannot, you cannot let it go. The priest cannot say, oh, save energy. No, today is a rest day. Nobody offers sacrifices. Okay, shut down the fire. And tomorrow we'll start fire again. No, 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 the priest must not do that. Whether there are people offering or not, you keep the fire burning. Why? Because the origin of the fire, the first time the fire is the holy fire. The first time the altar, altar burning, the fire is from God. Let's look at Leviticus chapter 9, verse 22 to 24. Leviticus 9, 22 to 24. Verse 23. There was a very happy day. Because the first time the high priest Aaron over sacrifices. He blessed the people. He put the sacrifices there. And then, verse 24, fire from God, from the Lord, came down, consumed everything on the altar. Wow, and everybody was, was bowing on the ground and was so happy. Wow, so that is the first time they, the fire from God came down. So that, that is the holy fire, have to be maintained day and night, day and night. Now, do you, do you think that this is the end? No. Later, there's a permanent place to worship God was built. The Temple of Solomon. The same thing happened after he dedicated the temple. After he prayed, after he put all the sacrifices there, Solomon didn't light any fire. He was waiting for God to light the fire, to send fire from heaven. Let's turn to 2 Chronicles 7, verse 1 to 3. 
Second Chronicle chapter seven verse one of three. 历代志下第七章一到三节，所罗门祈祷完毕，就有火从天上降下来，烧尽燔祭和别的祭，耶和华的荣光满了殿。哇！肯定有。因耶和华的荣光充满了耶和华的殿，所以祭司不能进殿。第三节，那火降下，耶和华的荣光在殿上的时候。以色列众人看见，就在铺石地俯伏叩拜，称谢耶和华，说：“耶和华本为善，他的慈爱永远长存。” Now this again, the Solomon Temple was dedicated. It was so glorious. 这里提到所罗门献的殿是非常华美的。But what make the temple unique is not it was made of gold, silver, or so big. It's not like that. 但这个圣殿最特别的地方，并不是说它用以金银还有所有的宝石来建造的。How do people know the temple of Solomon belongs to God? 我们要怎么知道所罗门所罗门建的这个圣殿是神的殿呢 ？How how do we know people that the tabernacle built by Moses belongs to God? 那我们怎么知道摩西那时候建的会幕是神的会幕呢 ？Same because fire from heaven. 同样的，就是因为有天上有火出来。The fire from heaven represented God is with this place. 天上出来的火就是代表神与这个圣殿同在。Represent God have chosen this place. 就是代表神已经选择了这个圣殿。This place is holy. It's different than any other place. 这个圣殿是神圣的，跟其他的地方不一样。Ah, that is the very important meaning. 这个就是天火的非常重要的。However, after the Solomon built the temple, 但是所罗门建了圣殿之后呢 ？People started to worship idols. 以色列人就犯罪背弃了神，开始拜偶像。The faith has been corrupted. 他们的信仰已经变质了。Even in the temple, there were people sinning against God, worshiping idol inside the holy temple. 那居然在这个圣殿里面还有人在那边拜偶像。God had deserted the temple. 所以神就离开了这个圣殿。However, God wanted to send Elijah, his prophet, to revive the faith of the people. 但是神差派了先知以利亚来复兴以色列民的信仰。Now at that time, the people of Israelites they worship all kind of gods. 那时候以色列人拜各式各样的偶像。They worship Baal, Azariah, and all the idols from they inherit on the land of Canaan. 他们拜巴力或者是其他附近迦南人所拜的任何的偶像。So God sent Elijah to the people. And gather the people to the Mount Carmel. 然后他就让以以利亚带所有的以色列人到加米山上。And also there are eight totally eight hundred fifty false prophets, idols, prophets, or prophets were there. 然后那时候还有拜偶像的这些假祭司，八百五十位也在这个山上。So God, so Elijah told the people and the false prophets. 那时候以利亚就跟以色列人还有这些假祭司说。Okay, you bring your sacrifices. I bring my sacrifices. We'll pray and see which one, which God sent fire from heaven. Whoever sent fire is the true God. Oh, at the time, okay, they, the, the, the prophets of the idols, they think that it's a fair game, right? And then the idol worshiper, the prophets, you know, they pray, they dance, they cry to their God. 那那时候，这些拜偶像的选民呢，还有这些假祭司，他们就祷告、大声叫，还有呃跳舞。Whole day praying， 整天都在祷告。But nothing happened。但是什么事情都没有发生。Nothing come from heaven。天上也没有下来任何东西。Their sacrifices are still there。他们的祭物还是摆在那里。But Elijah, after he prayed, what happened？ 但是以利亚祷告以后发生了什么事情 ？Let's turn to First King chapter eighteen, verse thirty-eight to thirty-nine. 我们来看列王记上第十八章第三十八到三十九节。First King chapter eighteen, verse thirty-eight. 
。列王记上十八章三十八到三十九节，于是耶和华降下火来，烧尽燔祭、木材、石头、尘土，又烧干沟里的水。Thirty-nine. Now again, how did God revive the faith of the people? 神这里是怎么样复兴选民的信仰 ？God, Elijah prayed and God sent fire from heaven. 以利亚一祷告，神就从天上降火下来。Even though the altar was full of water, 其实这个祭坛旁边原本都是水。Make it even harder to burn. 让火更难燃烧。Right? Today, if you go to barbecue, right? If you put water on your charcoal. Your your fire will not come out. Today, we if we want to cook meat, but in the fire on the altar, the fire will come out. But this fire from heaven burns everything up. 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 But this fire from Then you may understand now why God emphasized His fire, His holy fire, so much. We can understand God's emphasis on fire so much. On the first day, you know, at the time the tabernacle was just dedicated. That we can see the first day of the tabernacle. Aaron's two sons tried to offer other fires, other non-holy fire. It's not according to God's instruction. Even though they have good intention, maybe they have good intention. Oh, I burn incense. It smells good for God. God will smell it. God may like it. Yeah, even though that they think that I'm doing this for God. But God didn't like it. You change my way. The most important thing, the sign that I want to show, that is the place I'm chosen, is the heavenly fire. I give you one of the most important things, is the heavenly fire. You don't use the holy fire. You use make your own fire. You don't use the holy fire. You use make your own fire. You don't use the holy fire. You use make your own fire. You don't use the holy fire. You use make your own fire. You don't use the holy fire. You use make your own fire. You don't use the holy fire. You use make your own fire. You don't use the holy fire. You use make your own fire. You don't use the holy fire. You use make your own fire. You don't use the holy fire. You use make your own fire. You don't use the holy fire. You use make your own fire. You don't use the So coming back, just just a recap of what we have just learned about this heavenly fire. So we review the reasons that God sent down heavenly fire. Why did God send down heavenly fire? First, to show that this place is separate. Everything you do here has to be separate. This is a holy place. You don't do things the worldly way. You do things God's way. Even the fire has to be from God. It does not belong to the world. You know, nowadays a lot of people try to bring the worldly thinking or worldly practice into the church. We find many people want to bring the worldly thinking or worldly practice. They think what is the culture is like right now outside? He wants to bring the culture inside. What are the thinking in the world outside? Outside, the thinking in the world outside. 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 A lot of churches they already yielded to this kind of culture. 外面很多教派也同意了这样的说法。Ah, they may marry even same-sex couple. 
lot of mainstream churches already give in to that, they yield it because they are afraid that, oh, if I don't do this, people will not come. That is, that is yielding to the culture or the, or the law or the, or the trends of the world. Now, another reason that God's standing heavenly fire is to show this place is chosen by me. You don't have to approve you don't have to disprove every other place is not chosen by God. No, some people say, how do we know the tabernacle is chosen by God? How do, how do we know the temple is chosen by God? They use their own logic. Maybe I must disprove all the other places first, make sure they are not chosen, and then the remaining one is chosen. This is called human logic. You can never use human logic to comprehend the salvation plan of God. You don't have to prove other people wrong. We don't have to disprove that oh, they are not chosen by God. But you look at where is the heavenly fire. Where the heavenly fire, where is chosen by God. And the heavenly fire only have one source. This is to tell us the truth is absolute. It's only one origin. If you look at the heavenly fire, you can discern, okay, what is right from wrong, what is true from false. That is, that's why that heavenly fire is so important. Now, it's not only in the Old Testament, you have to look for heavenly fire. Even in New Testament time, we have to look for that heavenly fire. Because everything happened in the Old Testament is a prefiguration. So what does the heavenly fire represent or prefigurate today? Very important. First, the heaven from fire represents the Holy Spirit. Even the Old Testament talk about spirit is fire. Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 4, verse 3. Isaiah 4, 3. Isaiah 4, 3. Isaiah here, the prophet Isaiah described the Spirit of the Lord. What is the Spirit of the Lord like? Of course, the Spirit of the Lord is righteous Spirit. He's right, he's pure. But the Bible, the prophet also said the Spirit of the Lord is a burning spirit. It's a, it's a spirit of fire. The fire can burn away your iniquity. And at the time, this fire can make a sign, make a very clear sign. 
That God is here. This is the place God chosen. Now, then we have to go to New Testament. That's it really true. 那我们要来查一查新约,这是真的吗? That's the fire, that's the spirit. I represent fire. Fire represents the spirit. Let's look at the first time the apostles gathered together when they received the promised Holy Spirit. What happened? What was the vision at the time they saw? Let's turn to the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 1. To four. Acts chapter two verse one to four. Three. 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 Now, after Jesus ascended to heaven, the disciples they were very afraid. They dare not to go outside to preach. Just like today, if you are so afraid of the virus, you will not be able to you will not come to church. You lock yourself in the house. At that time, the people were afraid of the government, of the arrest. But they remind, remember, Jesus told them, don't go anywhere. Wait for the Holy Spirit to come. So the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came down. And then there's one vision showing to everyone. Tongues of fire, tongues of fire separate and came to rest on each of them. Why tongues of fire? Why fire? Why not water? Why fire? Because spirit is fire. Heavenly fire. To show that to show the, the disciples and everyone around them. That Jesus wants to show the world. This group of disciples is I chosen. I give them the Holy Spirit. And they receive the Holy Spirit, they speak in tongues. That's why it's tongues of fire. It's not like the other parts of the body. This church is belongs to me. There's only one, one authentic, one pure origin from heaven. No other group of people are chosen by me anywhere else. God to start with this group. Let me repeat. This is the plan of Jesus that the gospel have to start with this group. That's what Jesus means. That's why I give them the fire of tongue, tongue of fire from heaven, give it to them, and then they speak in tongue. So that is to show that this is the chosen church, this is the one true church. Even the apostolic time of church is the one true church. There was only one church at that time. So they got to wait for the Holy Spirit to come down, to come down. Why? 
Why did God or Lord Jesus Christ tell them they have to wait for Holy Spirit before they can preach? Why? Think about this. If you understand the Old Testament example, you understand why. The, the, the animals are there, but you cannot light your fire. The first time the fire come from heaven. And then all the fire have to be using this source. Then why must the people they have to wait for Holy Spirit to preach the gospel? Let's turn to John chapter 20, verse 22. John chapter 20, verse 22. And 23. Jesus tell them you must receive the Holy Spirit. Without receiving the Holy Spirit, you cannot forgive sin. Why what today why do we believe in Jesus? Why do we go to church? It's not to come here to show show. It's not to meet friends. Or to spend time to learn English. I know a lot of other churches they use a lot of activity to attract people. But what is the main reason we believe in Jesus? So you want your sin to be forgiven. But not every every group or every church can forgive your sin. Even at the time of disciple, if they did not receive Holy Spirit, they cannot forgive sin. So God wave on the heavenly fire, wave for the Holy Spirit come down first, and then you can go to preach, and then you can forgive people's sin. Then you know what we church can really preach the gospel of forgive sin. Only the church with the promise Holy Spirit, just like the apostolic time. The heavenly fire. You know, at the time, why the people offer sacrifices? Because they want the sin to be forgiven. Without their heavenly fire, that cannot be done. Now, the Bible also tells us. The second point, heavenly fire represent the truth. Actually, spirit and truth, they are one. The Lord Jesus Christ tells us the spirit is called the spirit of truth. Now, let's think about, talk about one thing. What is the source or what is the origin of the truth? Everything you're using today, you can think of, you can ask, where does it come from? Uh, for example, you buy a product, oh, where does it come from? And you drink this cup of water, or where does the water come from? Where does the truth come from? There are two possible answers on that. 
The first way is people think that truth is through people research and then deduct and then they try to organize and summarize or uh, debate and then they find out the truth. 有些人可能认为这个真理是靠人研究讨论最后归纳总结而来的。Now, if in terms of scientific truth or physical truth, yes, it's come from this way. 这一个讲的这个理由其实对于我们的自然科学所研究的东西是正确的科学的真理是这样的科学的真理是这样的 got to research you got to remove all the not truth or false theory and then you eventually you come to the, the true one 我们要把错误的假说排除最后就能够得到这个自然的真理 so from human perspective, this is the physical science, physical the way to find the truth. But spiritual truth doesn't come this way. Spiritual truth does not come from your research, your deduct, or your organizing, or division. It's not come from that. Spiritual truth doesn't come from your logical thinking and processing. Spiritual truth comes from revelation. Uh, let's turn to Galatians chapter 1 verse 11. 我们来翻到加拉派书第一章第十一节。Galatians chapter one verse eleven and twelve。加拉派书一章十一到十二节，弟兄们，我告诉你们，我素来所传的福音，不是出于人的意思。十二节，因为我不是从人领受的，也不是人教导我的，乃是从耶稣基督启示来的。Now, Apostle Paul, he was a very remarkable person. 我们看到使徒保罗，他是一个非常有效的工人。After he believed in Lord Jesus Christ, he became an apostle. And then he wrote a lot of episodes, letters. More than half of the content of New Testament was composed or written down by Paul. And then he in his letter there was a lot of lot of understanding about God's salvation plan. And then even though Jesus Christ did not mention those things specifically when he was on earth. But God revealed to Paul. Uh, less justification by faith. Jesus did not really explicitly mention about this in his gospel. But Paul understand it. Paul was revealed. So what is revealed? The original word reveal means to unveil, unveil. Today, lots of you, everyone are wearing a mask, right? You cover, so people do not see your face very clearly. Sometimes, after a while, you don't see the person. You don't even recognize him because he's on a mask. Or if you change the hair, if the hair is so long, you don't even know who the person is. Uh, so it doesn't matter. So the sisters are very happy, right? Now they don't need to do makeup, go to come to church. Faster. Uh, uh, pimple, don't worry, cover it. But, but if you remove the mask, remove the veil, oh, you're true. 
true service review is seen. 但是如果我们把口罩除去，把这个遮盖除去，我们真的样貌就显现出来了。Now this Bible, this truth, is veil, is cover. 今天我们手上这本圣经，这个真理，它其实被一个呃东西遮盖了。Yeah, you can read it, but you may not understand it. 我们可以读啊读啊，可是可能不懂。So Paul, he have read it so many times. 保罗读了很多次。Old Testament. 保罗读了旧约非常多次。But at that time, his mind was blind. He didn't understand. He didn't know it was talking about Jesus. 但是信主之前，他的眼睛是瞎着，他看了也不知道这里是预表主耶稣。That's why he even persecuted the church. 所以他还逼迫教会。But after he believed. 但是他相信之后。After he received the Holy Spirit. 他得到了圣灵。Holy Spirit revealed to him or removed the veil. 圣灵让他的眼睛明亮了。So that's why in verse twelve, Paul said, "Nobody teach me about anything." 这里十二节讲的很清楚，没有人教我任何事情。It's not Peter or Paul or John tell him teaching anything. 这不是彼得或者是约翰教我的。It's the Lord revealed this to me. 而是从耶稣基督而来的启示。And of course, it's through the Holy Spirit. 是通过圣灵而来的。Through the apostle. 呃，通过使徒而来的。Write down all this, all this faith, the content of the faith. 所以圣灵启示所有使徒把这些真理写下来。And then that call the common faith, the commonly accepted faith. 然后最后就形成了我们这个共信之道。At the time, the apostles they only received one faith, one, one faith, common faith. 那时候他们使徒只能只有得到一个共信之道。Let's turn to Titus chapter one verse four. 我们来翻到提多书第一章第四节。Titus chapter one verse four. 提多书一章四节，现在写信给提多，就是照着我们共信之道，做我真儿子的，愿恩惠平安从父神和我们的救主基督耶稣归于你。Now Paul at the time already said the church at the time there was only there's one common faith. 保罗这里讲的很清楚，那时候的使徒教会有一个共信之道。Of course, not only revealed to Paul, but to Peter, John, and they all all the letters are circulating in the church. 这个共信之道并不是只有启示保罗，也有启示彼得、启示约翰。那些书信都在教会之间呃传阅。Among the twelve disciples, John was the last one to die. 我们知道十二门徒呃呃里面，约翰是最后一个过世的。Before he died, he was in the island of Patmos. 他过世之前是被流放到一个小岛上。And then he received a revelation from God. And that was the last revelation. That 就是最后的启示了。Uh, let let he he concluded by saying. 他在最后做了总结。Let's turn to Revelation twenty-two. 我们来看启示录二十二章。Revelation twenty-two verse nineteen. 启示录二十二章第十九节。Verse eighteen to nineteen. 十八到十九节，我向一切听见这书上预言的做见证。若有人在这预言上加添什么，神必将写在这书上的灾祸加在他身上。Verse nineteen. 这书上的预言，若有人删去什么，神必从这书上所写的生命树和圣城删去他的份。Now, John, before he died, last time, last sentence of the book of Revelation, there are no more. Now, this is what the revelation stopped. 约翰在死之前，在启示录的最后讲的非常清楚，启示就到此为止。God revealed a lot of truth to the apostle to build the church. This is the last book. 然后这就是最后一本。From now on, no one add anything. 从这之后，没有人可以加添什么。If anyone add anything, 
the calamity, the disaster will come to him. If anyone take away anything, God will take away his life, his life in the book of life. Now, it, it, it may sound very stern. Why? Why do you say you are the last one? Well, that is a revelation from God. Do you recall the similarity between the Old Testament? Even in the New Testament are saying the same thing. Yes, the revelation of God. So, heavenly fire is the truth. If anyone changed the truth, at that time changed the common faith, just like in the past, people offering profane fire. If you offer profane fire, you lose your life. Now, you may not think that this is only the Old Testament. Even New Testament, Paul said the same thing. Galatians chapter 1 verse 6. 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 Galatians verse Wow, this is just like repeating the importance of holy fire. Heavenly fire cannot be changed. The heavenly fire is the truth. It's the gospel. If anyone changed the gospel, try to worship God and serve God with anything other than what was preached, then Paul said he will be a curse. Doesn't mean he will lose spiritual life. Now, during Paul's time or John's time, it was okay. But after all the apostles, they passed away. Entering the second century, Oh, in the church, everything, almost everything started to get changed. The truth started to get changed. And then gradually, the Holy Spirit left the church. Because if you change the truth, the Spirit left. Because Spirit and the truth, they are one. Now, how did they change the truth? Just some brief history. The the church started on 2nd century, on 3rd century, next slide, started to change the way of water baptism. At the the beginning, everybody go to the living water, full immersion. And then the 2nd century, people started to think, the weather outside is so cold. If you are sick, how can I baptize you in the cold water? Maybe I'll kill you if if you bother baptize in the in the cold water outside. Ah, okay, let's change it. Sprinkling. Sprinkling also can do. And then third century. Change officially cancel the Holy Sabbath. If you look at the whole Bible, everyone worship God, whether Old Testament or the Apostle, they are keeping the Sabbath. Nobody do Sunday. 
Because Sunday is the pagan when they worship idols, they worship the idols on Sunday, worship the sun on Sunday. However, the church on the third century they cancel the Sabbath. They change to Sunday. They even condemn the people who keep Sabbath. And then they cancel the foot washing. There's no more observing the foot washing. And then gradually, you look at the history of the church, the Holy Spirit has left the church. At the time, they do not believe we say Holy Spirit, you must speak in tongues. So the heavenly fire is gone. Yeah, the church was getting bigger. Chapel was bigger. But there's no heavenly fire. It was a human organization. Even, even until today, a lot of churches are there. So many scandals. So many corruption. Now recently, the, the culture of Canada, they are more and more disliked church. Why? Because there's so many scandals in the past about residential school. About the So many crime was committed at the, at the church. It's a Catholic church. And then in France, just recently discovered the Catholic Church has sexually abused the priest has sexually abused more than hundred thousand children since 1970s. Those are the headline news. That's why people don't like the church. Yeah, at that time, the church continued to develop. There are many, many people. They, they build nice chapel. However, the fire, the heavenly fire is not there. Of course, other churches still try to uh, uh, right the wrong and try to change the gospel, uh, change back to the truth. Even Martin Luther tried to reform the religion in the 1517. Martin Luther. Yeah, he changed something back to the Bible. But a lot of doctrine still haven't changed back to the original way. But when times come, God wants to, just like Elijah, God just like Elijah, God will send Elijah to revive the faith. Let's turn to Malachi chapter 4. Malachi chapter 4, verse 5. Malachi chapter 4, verse 5. Verse 6. Verse 6.他必使父亲的心转向儿女，儿女的心转向父亲，免得我来咒诅遍地。The last statement of the Old Testament is very interesting. Talking about the coming back of Elijah. Elijah was a prophet. 
But he died already. How can he come back? Of course, immediately he was talking about John the Baptist. That he prepared a way for Jesus. But actually, verse 5 talks about the dreadful before the great and the dreadful day of the Lord. That is the second coming of Jesus. The end of the world. God will, God will reveal, God will use the true church. God will revive, use the Holy Spirit to revive the true church. Wow. How many churches are there in the apostolic time? Of course, there was only one. One truth, one Holy Spirit. So at the end time, God will revive this true church. Using the same truth and the same Holy Spirit. Thank God in the year 1917. Holy Spirit revived the Apostolic Church. In Beijing, in China. Holy Spirit revealed to some of our early workers. They didn't know about baptism. They were baptized in other churches. But Holy Spirit tell them, get up. Go to the Yongding River in Beijing. Fully immerse yourself. And then in the name of Jesus, baptize. And then your head bow down. And then from now on, keep the Holy Sabbath. Wood washing. And then keep the Holy Communion the way the Bible says. Our early worker didn't know where these Bible words come from. They only hear the revelation, the view from God. They just do it, they just preach it. But later, the Holy Spirit guide them. Whoa, find out all the Bible verses. They're all true. They're all in the Bible. And, and there are so many miracles, so many wonders accompanying the true church. You know what? In the early days, in the beginning of the church, we are slide 30. Yeah. The mission is to correct all the denomination. Because there's some error, there's some wrong. They must come back, they must use the holy fire. This, this church is the same as the apostolic church. Everyone has to come back. Because come back to the truth, you have the heavenly fire, you got approved by God. So from the early worker, they are so clear there's only one true church. And from the Bible that I explained today, from the Old Testament until New Testament, from the Apostolic Time, this fire, Holy Spirit and truth, is the sign to show you this is the chosen place. You don't have to use your logic to go to everywhere to try to prove them right or wrong. You, you, you don't have to think of yourself, oh, what happened to them then if we are the only true church? You just grab your own salvation. 
我们就要紧紧自己抓住。You just follow, follow this fire, follow the truth, follow the Holy Spirit. 我们跟着圣灵，跟着真理，跟着这个天火。Because this conclusion of the one true church doesn't come from logical thinking and process. 因为这个我们得到的这个总结，说我们是真教会，并不是独一真教会，独一的真教会，并不是靠着人的逻辑来发现的。Is from the revelation of God.是靠神的启示。And this revelation is the same as the review. To the apostolic time.那这个启示跟当初给使徒教会的启示是一样的。So if you finally let's conclude it by Matthew chapter seven verse twenty-one.最后我们要来看马太福音第七章第二十一节。Matthew chapter seven verse twenty-one is a conclusion.马太福音七章二十一节来做我们的总结。凡称呼我主啊主啊的人不能都进天国，唯独遵行我天父旨意的。Oh, here Jesus said very clearly. Not every Christian can be saved. Not every churches can be saved. It's the one who do the will of the Father. Yeah, lots of people love Jesus. Lots of people believe in Jesus the way they think is true. They follow their own way. But only the one who follow the heavenly fire, the truth and the Holy Spirit. heavenly fire, the heaven, the will of the heavenly Father. Can be saved. So if if you are still struggling about the one true church, especially even if you are a holy worker, ministers, or teachers, board member, you have to pray to God increase your faith.